The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about a protest that happened in Dublin uh, today. The Federation of Early Childhood Providers, they were outside the Dáil this morning calling for increases in funding to the sector. Uh, the, this is the group's third protest, and they say current funding levels are too low, and upwards of 250 providers are at risk of closing over the next 12 months. Elaine Dunn is chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers and is with me in studio. Elaine, it's, it's good to see you again. Are you a good turnout today? We did actually, um, we had over 700 providers out today at the protest. Um, They're just very disappointed with the lack of respect coming from the government and from the Department of Children and in particular from our minister. As we walked up from Leinster House to the Department of Children, there was nobody inside to actually have a conversation with myself or any of my subcommittee, which was quite disappointing. And what were the, if if the minister had turned up or someone from the minister's department had turned up, what would be the demands or the requests? The, the request that we have is that they raise the ECC uh, funding for children to, sev- to 76 euros per week per child. It's a seven euro increase on what they got in um, 2018. We've had one increase in 12 years. Uh, it started off very low and we were promised at that time 12 years ago that it would be index linked every year and that promise was not kept. Unfortunately. And what is the consequence of that for the sector? Uh, well, those providers that were out there today, there were full daycare providers there today, part time and ECC services, parents and children and staff as well. And what's going to happen here is that there's going to be closures. There's going to, we have no choice. Viability for a lot of the services is gone. Um, for In particular for full daycare services, the um, Ready Reckoner, which would be a calculator that was given to us back in June to work out our funding um, through the core funding, uh, was inc- inaccurate. So when we went back in two weeks ago to look at our funding again, we are getting a lot less, like and you're talking between 10 and 25,000 less than what we thought we were going to get. So therefore, you're going to see uh, quite a large number of providers may not sign up for this core funding. And then you have others like the small ECC services who have been forced into signing up because they've got no choice. There's nothing else there on the table for them at the moment. Well, let me introduce Alan McCarthy, uh, who uh, runs a Montessori in Sandy Mount uh, in Dublin 4. How is all of this impacting you and your business? So um, myself and my business partner made the decision last week when we looked at the core funding contracts to not engage with it anymore um, and not to implement it this year. And one of the biggest issues that we would have had um, was that we... um, have no rules of engagement. We were basically handed a contract and told this is what you're getting, you take it or leave it. Um, many years ago, with when Catherine Zapone, before she was minister, she asked us to organise ourselves into a representative group and we've done that. We have 1,400 members in the Federation and we trust them to look after our interests um, and for all of the interests from a broad selection of um, service providers from Montessori, from ECCE on leave, part-time, school-age childcare and full daycare. Um, so we trust Elaine and her committee to represent us. Mm. Yet when I speak to Elaine and I speak to her regularly and I ask her questions like, what are the departments saying when we ask questions, about, particularly about this agreement? You know, it's a 19 page agreement and um, you'd need to have a, a fairly good legal head on your shoulders to get through it um, and for all the implications for businesses. Um, Elaine's getting the same response from the department every time she writes to them or asks questions. You take it or leave it. It's starting on the 1st of September, which has actually been pushed out now. So for me as a business provider, um, I'm rejecting quite a large amount of money 
but I don't want to hand over ownership of my business. Uh, my aunt started the business in 1992. Um, we don't want to provide uh, a kind of a machine. We don't want... Um, we want to keep it local. We want to keep the community feel that we have. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it's just not something that we're going to sign out. It's just not something we're going to fa- hand and, over. And explain maybe a bit more about those concerns. Is is it that the conditions that are attached to the funding, you feel you would be, what, giving up that little bit of independence? Uh, 100% we'd be giving up the independence um, of, of a small private business. Um, I know that the government have uh, a promise to uh, parents to reduce childcare costs and I understand that uh, full day care crash fees can be, you know, can be really onerous for parents. But the amount of administration, the systems that the government have set up, the amount of repetition that we have to partake in, um, engaging with the Hive system, the IT system that they've given to us and the amount of administration is just unbearable. It's not workable. Um, One provider, for example, was on um, one of the social media platforms recently saying that it took her 17 hours to complete the application to apply for core funding. That's ridiculous. All of the information that they're looking for it's um, information that they already have. Mm. They want to know every hour for every staff member in every single room, where they are, what they're doing, where they got their qualification. We Tusla have all that information. The department have all that information. I don't really understand the kind of minutiae and the level of detail that they want. Yes, yeah, so, because for, just for people at home maybe who, who don't have kids or their kids are a bit older it's not necessarily and they might hear that and they think it sounds like you don't want to be regulated it's it's dual and triplicate re- regulation is the problem We are regulated and um, we have to engage with quality action programmes we engage with Shilta we engage with Ashtar we're um, inspected by Tusla the DES we're inspected by um, Pubble so we've got that. that's all there um, there just seems to be a complete level of mistrust between the department and providers and that's you know something I'm just not willing to hand over my business to and, the department. Uh, and now that you've withdrawn then from the core funding model, I mean, what, what does that mean for the parents, the kids who are in the crash? So they haven't, we haven't had core funding. So actually it means that I'm going to be, not only am I not getting the core funding, the government are actually taking the programme support payment away from me and they're taking the higher capitation that my um, that my service has had for the past eight or nine years. So I'm at a loss of about €12,000. But I think that my parents would support me as a small business, as an entrepreneur, as a woman at work um, and providing a really quality service. Um, so I, th- I think that they would support me in that. We do charge fees. I had to change my business model when the ECCE scheme came in in the beginning in 2009. I had to change to part time because the funding wasn't enough. Mm. And if you look at what the ECCE funding actually pays now, it pays us as workers, as staff, as teachers, two euro and eighty cent per hour. That's just ridiculous. Um, so we do charge fees, and that helps me maintain a much higher level and quality in my service. And, and I want e- to continue. E- Elaine, the budget is just around the corner. When the doll resumes, it'll be all eyes on the budget. What needs to happen, in your view? In the budget, in terms of, well, not just the funding, but I guess in terms of the, the, the model of childcare provision and the model of funding as well, and all of the conditions attached there too, what needs to happen in order to prevent these 250 potential closures over the next 12 months? So we have our own budget submission which goes live um, next Wednesday um, through a press release. It's a very strong budget submission to support providers, parents, 
children and staff. Um, so what needs to happen is right now is that we need to have a, a very urgent meeting with our Taoiseach, Michael McGrath, Pascal Donoghue and our minister and sit around the table and maybe one of his people from his department if they're willing to listen. But right now it doesn't appear that they want to hear what's going on for providers and they are looking at us, uh, looking at closures now one and two days a week starting very early in September. So we have a big meeting next week to discuss this. So it is going to impact the economy and it is going to impact the parents here. Yeah, I'd just like to come in and just say as well that the um, the government has chronically underfunded the sector for years and uh, as of today or yesterday, the OEC, uh, uh, Ireland stands at 0.1% GDP mm. investment in childcare. The OECD, now it has, Im- it has improved. But it's gone back down again. It's changed again. It's gone back down to 0.1%. Okay. Yeah. All right. A, a, a lot of work to do on, on that front. I do remember Catherine's opponent and others promising that we were going to close that gap uh, uh, between us and, and what is the OECD uh, average. That gap did close. Sounds like it's widened again. So things moving in the wrong direction there. Uh, Elaine, thanks for coming in studio and Ola as well. Thank you. Elaine Dunn is chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers and Anna McCarthy is an early childhood provider herself in Sandy Mount in Dublin. 453106 if you have a view and you want to get in touch. Someone here has texted in uh, not about uh, early childhood provision. Kieran, I loved all the Lego train sets and building little towns around them when I was a kid. I've got a baby daughter now and I can't wait for her to be old enough so I can buy her Lego and then I can play with it. The reason that that text has come in on 53106 is because I had a little preview of the Lego store which is opening to the public in Dublin tomorrow. Take a listen. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.